What if today we just decided to ignore the narratives in our head, and maybe even from others, the ones that say we can't, and replace them with stories of how we did it anyway? I know that some people are really motivated by their haters, like the ones who, when people say, you can't do that, they respond with, well, watch me. People like that are my heroes. God bless them and whatever made them that way because I, I sure did not get that gene. I got the one that if someone says, sure, sounds like a good idea, in the wrong tone, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm good. I didn't really plan on doing it anyway. Is it nature, nurture, a combination? Who knows? But proving the haters wrong isn't my strong suit. I'm more of a they-must-know-best kind of girl. Now, I'd like to clarify that I am not saying this with pride. I am just being honest and authentic with you. But I can also tell you that I am very aware of this shortcoming, and I am continuing to fight against it. Which, really, it's all any of us can do when we are working on ourselves, right? So maybe you're one of those people. If you are, I do hope that you give yourself ample appreciation and credit because you may not even realize that everyone just isn't like that naturally. If you're more like me, then I hope you guys give yourself ample appreciation for recognizing it and fighting back against it, even if you do lose the battle here or there. Today, we are going to make the decision to ignore those narratives, whether they're coming from those haters or maybe even from ourselves. We are going to replace those narratives with stories of how we did it anyway. Hey guys, it's Jen. This is another episode of Reframing Me. I am your host, Dr. Jennifer Brubaker. Happy February! Only 267 days into the new year, and we have finally reached February! I know it's a total cliche at this point, but oh my God, how long did January feel? There is no way that Christmas was like just a bit more than a month ago. I could totally be convinced it's fall right now, but it's not. It is February. And I have verified this fact by checking the calendar a few more times than I probably should have needed to. So, February, how are those New Year's resolutions going? Are you sticking with them? Some? Has anything kind of fallen by the wayside? I think if they say it's 19 days or something to make something a habit. I mean, clearly, there have been way more than 19 very long days since the start of the new year. Have you done what you planned? Are you where you had hoped you'd be? Again, I will be honest and say that I am split. I think I'm doing better with my more theoretical resolutions than my more tangible ones. Research shows that 25% of New Year's resolutions fail by the end of week one and another 13% by the end of week two. And only 50% make it 90 days. Now, typically, it's because our resolutions are super vague, like lose weight or they're unrealistic or unattainable. Or, most often, it's because there is nothing more than the resolution. There is no actual plan of action to get there. 
Back in our starting the new year episode, which apparently was somehow like only a little over a month ago, I told you a secret. It doesn't need to be New Year's to start anew. It doesn't need to be New Year's to change something, to try something, to take a step towards being who you want to be, or maybe even start figuring out who that even is. So if you're worried about that ship having sailed, it hasn't. You can start today. So then last week in the Parents Just Don't Understand episode, I mentioned that oftentimes our teens, they feel like everyone around them totally has their shit together, and they're the only ones who were lost and far behind. Well, one of my boy's friends happened to be over the other day, and I asked him which of his college choices he was leaning towards. He's a super smart kid. I kind of had an idea of what he wanted to do. Well. I had no idea. I stood there totally transfixed by this boy as he literally walked me through the next 24, yes, two, four, 24 years of his life in specific detail. And the way he explained everything to me was with such a sense of confidence and planning and clarity that it just made it completely evident that, yes, this was exactly how the next two decades of his life would unfold. It was the epitome of manifestation. Like, he set his goals, and he has clearly already started putting in the work, and so I have no doubt that he will continue to put in the work and actually achieve these goals. He honestly, he left me feeling like, the fuck is wrong with me? I'm 47, and I have a fraction of the plan or the cognizance about my future that this child has. Well, as if the universe realized the way that I was left feeling from that conversation, I happened upon some timely astrological information. Astrological, not astronomical. Remember, my only C ever was at Ohio State freshman year in astronomy, which I learned the hard way was not anything even close to astrology. Now, I may have been a total failure in astronomy, but I do know my astrology enough to know that Mercury in retrograde is a total shit show. Well, guess what? Mercury has recently come out out of retrograde, and now Mercury and all of the planets are considered to be awake and direct. Now, what that means for us is that it is an ideal time to manifest everything that we want, all of us, all astrological signs. So this is what we are going to do. This is what I am going to do in my own life because, honestly, I feel like I need it. I need some clarity. I need a clear vision. I need tangible goals. And I need specific steps to get there. We are going to do this together in a number of steps throughout the month. We're really going to break things down so that we can devote the space that we need to each individual part. And if maybe you do happen to have one of those teens who would like a bit of direction, I think that these bite-sized pieces might actually work perfect for them, too. 
I know we are all busy, but I think that if we can break it down into little pieces, it's not going to feel like too much for us. Maybe you and your teens can even share with each other. It can be a bonding experience. Make it a goal-setting party. That sounds super fun, right? So today, we're going to start at the bottom. We're going to start with the roots, build our future from the foundation. A goal is a dream with a deadline. I heard that somewhere, and I really like it. We all have dreams, but what makes a goal different is that it's time-sensitive. It is very clear and specific. It's focused. It's what you want to achieve. So yeah, we probably all have a dream to be rich. But a goal is for your business to net a million dollars this year. And then these goals, they can and they should be able to be broken down into smaller, more short-term goals or objectives to meet that eventual overall goal. The goals that you set should be large, okay, so like the big picture, and then the objectives are the smaller goals to help you to get there, like the steps that you need to take. So you wouldn't have the goal of taking a business course. You might have the goal of being independently employed, starting a business. And one of the steps or the objectives towards that goal is to take a course in writing a business plan, take a course in accounting, or your goal might be to become a confident public speaker. So an objective might be to enroll in a public speaking course. And then you might try to find an opportunity to use your public speaking skills. So goal setting is important because it gives us direction. It gives us purpose in our life. By setting goals, then we can identify what it is that we want to achieve and exactly how we get there. What do we need to do to achieve our goal? Goals keep us then on track. They help us feel in control over our lives and over our futures. And setting goals helps us to see the big picture, to manifest the life that we want. But we know manifestation isn't just putting the desires of your heart out into the universe and poof, like magic, it's yours. Just in case you don't know, manifesting is a psychological concept that is based on positive psychology and the law of attraction. So manifesting says that you can create your own reality by tapping into the energy of the universe. Yes, our thoughts, they can influence the material world. When you manifest, you cultivate the experience of what it is you want, but then you've got to put in the work. You live and believe in that experience. You do what is needed to get there. You follow through. Now, you know that underneath all of my crystals and astrology, I am an academic. I am one of those unique hybrids, part woo-woo, part scholar. So I do like to have theory to back myself up, and there is loads of research out there supporting goal-setting theory. This theory connects goal-setting and task performance. 
So goal-setting theory, it stems from psychology back in the 1960s. According to this theory, goals that are clear, specific, and challenging are more motivating than vague or easy goals. And when people are more motivated, they are also more successful in achieving their goals. This theory is the foundation for a very popular framework for goal setting called SMART goals. SMART is an acronym that stands for all of the things that your goals should be. They should be specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound. There is a direct correlation between setting goals and achievement. And you know, you might think, oh, of course I have goals, like in my head. That's probably more your hopes and your dreams. People who write down their goals are 20% more likely to achieve success And then the goals that are written down are nearly 50% more likely to actually happen. And people who follow a set plan of action for their goals are 76% more likely to succeed. That's huge, right? So let's do it this month together. Let's use the planets working in our favor and this boring depths of winter to manifest our futures. Now, this isn't something that we're going to do in one shot. Nope, we want to be successful, so we want to be thorough. We don't want to get frustrated or overwhelmed because we often have a tendency, and I am just as guilty of this as the next one, but we often have a tendency to quit things when we get frustrated and overwhelmed. And I know my life is jam-packed full, and I am super busy, and I'm sure that yours are the same. So it doesn't take me much to get frustrated or overwhelmed. So today, we're just going to get started. Part one, step one of our goal-setting journey. Today, I want you to start with a journal entry. What life do I want to manifest for myself? And what if today we just decided to ignore any narratives in our head, and maybe even from others? that say we can't, and replace them with stories of how we did it anyway. That's all I want from you today. Not too hard, right? Then come back for part two when we'll move into a life wheel. Ooh, so exciting. I can't wait. I'm super excited. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy the show and think someone else might like it or benefit from it, please share it with your friends. I know that goal setting can benefit everyone. And like I mentioned, many of you have teenagers who could also use a little goal setting. Please follow the show so that you don't miss out on any new content. Follow me on socials, on TikTok and Instagram. It's Reframing Me. On Facebook, it's Reframing Me. And join the Facebook group, Reframing Me, the podcast community. Until next time, be well and communicate.